Hey everybody, and thanks for joining me for the first episode of Starting a Record Label. And it's uh, it's a podcast where, uh, you guessed it, I start a record label. It's going to be a little bit like a journal. A little journal of uh, probably all the crap that I have to go through. I mean, starting a business nowadays is, is hard enough as it is, but starting a record label? Sounds crazy. Don't get me wrong, it's not going to be like a, a how-to, because, uh, heck, I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. If anything, it's probably going to be a lot of don't do this or that, and maybe just don't, because you're going to hear my headaches, and uh, you're going to probably hear the people that are going through this with me. Like, in this episode one, you're going to hear a little bit from my wife and uh, what she thinks about this crazy endeavor. Because, you know, whenever you try to do anything artistic, you don't always have in that uh, the business sense that you kind of need. And I would never, uh, you know, never rush to judgment on anybody that wants to do something with their whole heart like that. But sometimes you need to temper a little bit of that with uh, a little bit of business wisdom. And so here I am at that uh, weird, awkward point in my life where doing something's really hard. And then doing something like this is probably going to be near impossible. But stick along with me and uh, you'll see how well it goes. So here's episode one of starting a record label. Now, I've been trying to do this for a really long time. In fact, my wife and I had talked about this before I moved to California. Wind back a little bit. Uh, we're from uh, outside Chicago. Well, it, it's technically Indiana, but just just believe me, it's it's easier to say you're outside Chicago. And technically it was. It was about an hour outside Chicago, and there were so many bands that came through. And I, you know, as a teenager, I got into punk and whatnot, and ska even uh, a little bit, and just loved all that underground indie crap. And uh, got into bands. Went to school for engineering and recording. And my wife and I's uh, whole plan was to uh, produce and record bands. You know, put stuff out in the world that we that we loved. That's what we wanted to do. What came hard was uh, actually doing it. Especially since I graduated college in uh, 2005. And that was only a few years before that giant crash in 2008. So here's the story. I started a little studio outside Chicago, and it did okay for a little while, but uh, my wife and I said, hey, maybe we could do this a lot bigger if we moved to L.A. So in uh, March of 2008, uh, me and my wife and my first child, she was also pregnant with the second one, we moved out to Los Angeles, and I got a job at my dream studio, the one where my favorite producer produced a lot of stuff at. And he was even there. He was at the studio. He was there at the day I got my internship, and he was so cool. And then I got hired on. And let me just say, I'm not going to say the studio's name, but I will tell, definitely tell you the guy that influenced me, and his name was Jerry Finn. And I say was because about three months after I moved there and got hired on, he died. And not too long after that, I was actually let go from the same studio. And it was rough. And, uh... Long story short, I went through a bunch of other studios and, you know, just ended up, just ended up recording a lot of YouTube kids or, or people that were basically just had the money to record. Things had kind of fallen out in the, uh, in the industry in general for a long time. And, uh, not saying I didn't do a lot of cool things or I didn't learn a lot. I was I learned a, a crap ton in that time about, you know, the studios, about the business, about anything. You know, been studying up about social media and everything else. And uh, 
I just kind of quit one day. Like, I didn't want to didn't want to record things or do things that I, I didn't really want to do. And I'll do stuff off and on for, for people that I know still. But I, I just kind of quit. And I, uh, I said, you know, I, if I'm going to do this, it's going to be for an artist and for a band that I love. And I want to help them. I want to mentor them. I wanna, and I want to manage them. I want to help produce them. I want to help do everything that I want to do to get that band out there. And so, uh, you know, I put a lot of time aside and uh, just began studying as much as I could about the labels and about the business and uh, social media and all the things that know a label would do and i thought one you know one day you know one day i'll know enough to start and that day just never came i mean i tried this i started this whole idea in about 2013 and it's been till 2019 where i said you know what i am never going to be smart enough and i'm never going to be ready to do this and i'm i just need to do it now there's no reason not to if they just keep putting it away, it's it's just going to sit there forever. And so that's uh, just why I'm doing this. That this podcast will probably help me do it. And while you think, like, I want to cut a big check, the podcast is going to probably shock most people who aren't in the music industry because it's going to cost so much time and money. It's, it's scary. And... Uh, while it's fine that I, I kind of want to do this, I also have a family and my wife, whom I've talked to about this so many, many times, is still a bit weary of this. Like I said, it's going to cost a lot of time, and which is the same thing almost as money. <laughs> so I'm having her on as my first guest on this podcast. And it's going to be funny. It's kind of going to get cut short at the end. Um, but let's just, uh, let's, let's just listen through and, and see how she takes my idea. So here is uh, my wife, Angela Smith. I don't want to do this. Because why? I don't like impromptu. <laughs> well, we've talked about this like a bunch of times. It's not really impromptu. All right, you got to pull the mic up. You got to talk. So you got to go to work. The girls are going to wake up. I wanted to get coffee, too. Are we going to have time for coffee? No. Dang it. I need to, to leave like three minutes ago. Oh, jeez. That sucks. All right. How about you get me coffee and we do this later? <sighs> We're not going to do it later. It just won't happen. Okay. You remember the Dares albums I, I did like a couple of years ago and last year? Yes. The worship band? Yes. They sound good, right? Yes. They were done on like minimal, minimal budget. I even made money still from them. Really cheap. Billie Eilish, like a new singer. I don't know if you know her. Heard of her. Heard of her. She like her and her... Uh, brother producer cleaned up at the Grammys last night and they did everything from their like bedroom all of it and I think they won like eight Grammys together it's crazy they had their hands together like holding them so like you know that I have the skills to do that stuff it's super cheap to next to nothing you also know like I'm, I'm like really hungry for knowledge in the whole marketing business aspect of it and also that the the videos I did for the girls of you last year and a half, they don't look bad, right? Right. Cool. So here here's the deal. Here's what I want to want to do. 
I know we kind of talked about it before. It's like I, I want to start like a new version or like a refresh of a record label. And music lovers, they hate the current industry. And they just can't make any money off of it. The majors and even indie labels, they're just stuck in this old model uh, where they think they can just live off of selling just music. Like they're, you know, they bought into Spotify big and they're actually still trying to find a way like kind of like uh, the blockchain idea. Unless they want people to get back into piracy again. Those days are over. And the majors just seem... Even the indies, they both of them, uh, they just don't seem to know what they're doing. Even Spotify, you start to make music back through that, or money back through that. It's still not... Sustainable income. <laughs> yeah, from just that aspect, you know. Maybe it'll get back up to that at some point in time, but that's just not how it's going to be. And bands just don't... They don't get it. I mean, rock has really, really tanked in the last... 10 years or so i mean even like the christian bookstore we used to work at like there used to be like a ton of music coming into that right Mm -hmm. like just all the freaking time just tons and tons of music in the christian genre the tiny teeny like and now there's like none of that there's like five artists maybe not true close at least nowhere near what it used to be can we can we say that i would say in general Okay. So, mm. so my idea is like this new label idea that's pretty much would be like, I, I, I would say it's like 100% new that no one's done it yet. I don't know if maybe that's not completely true, but I, don't, I haven't seen anybody else trying this yet as a label. So, and it would like solve that, solve the problem of like musicians not being able to make money from their own music. And we're going to be uh, focusing on like relationships via social media and marketing. We're going to use podcasts and Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, uh, video like YouTube and Twitch and even Patreon. We're going to develop fan base and email marketing. Basically have more of a business aspect of it. Like we'd be setting up like marketing funnels. You know what a, like a marketing funnel kind of is? Yeah. So basically like we'd have easily accessible free-ish content at the top ad supported content paid content merch sponsorships patreon things like that and more do all of those pay yeah music has been just so devalued that people don't like expect to pay for it anymore and i don't think there's anything that's going to change that so instead of trying to force it back to what it used to be we need to kind of roll with the punches and change things up this way people will be able to support their favorite artists while like the majors are focusing on like sucking the last bit of life out of the music industry i'll, I'll give you an idea like uh linus tech tips have you ever seen me watching them maybe the linus guy i just didn't know what it was called <laughs> he's like a tech guy he does tech stuff he basically has like five different youtube channels and they all do slightly different things but he has like a giant building to where he produces all this stuff out of and he grew from like one tiny thing in this house to where he started just doing small things there. And I kind of see like a label could easily fall into that position, mm-hmm. especially on YouTube, especially with all that other stuff to where the label could be, you know, promoting at some point in time. You know, you have a place for them to practice, a place for them to shoot their videos. Obviously, not right now, it would be in your their apartment, 
be in their house, whatever else. Maybe mixing here. Anyway, that kind of an idea as a label, as opposed to a lot of labels right now. I listen to a podcast that they're like just talking about like, hey, how do we make more money? How do we do this or that? And they're just doing the same thing over and over again. They're not trying to to reach into like the newer kind of forms of media as almost like a creative, not a not just a musician. So they definitely have to be doing a lot more. But anyway, I know there's no idea for like cost <laughs> for right now. Like I have no idea what things are going to cost. And I have a lot of, lot of ideas and you know that. So <laughs> trying to put it together, uh, I don't really have a budget for any of that. And uh, that's kind of like what the podcast will be working through. Kind of like ideas and how you, we'd pay for things. What we could start off at at first. Um I already have like a camera, like a really nice camera, obviously, and some lighting and obviously the recording mixing rig that I have. Um, so that stuff's all off the bat done. And so basically we'd have everything we need to do, at least for the the start of it to get off the ground. I mean, so your basic idea is to take on one band, multiple bands, one band, record them. Yes. Basically, it's going to be one band at the beginning. And so be like managing, producing, recording, video, social media, have all hands in that aspect, not me doing all of them, because what I wanted to kind of do would be teach them to do it. Maybe recording and mixing is going to be different. Like I would definitely be doing all that, but like doing the video, helping them to get into all their social medias and doing it correctly advertisements like Facebook ads and stuff we'd be working on too, but that'd be in the future as well. It'd be a slow start to that. It'd be one band at the beginning. As soon as we start seeing like it actually functioning as a business and making, bringing in a bunch of money, then we could move on to something else. Like maybe another band. I wouldn't probably want to have more than five total. That's just, I feel like that'd be too crazy for an art, for a label in the first five years. (laughs) But how do you feel? (laughs) other than just hating being on a podcast no one can hear your smile (laughs) you gotta say something why is that any different than somebody doing it on their own well i guess maybe because they don't have the skills and the knowledge to be able to record and mix and all of that stuff i don't think they have the skills or knowledge to to do some of these basic things You've heard me complain about it, like going through even like a decent band's page. There's nothing going on on it. They don't know what they're doing. I mean, I was listening to uh, the Punk Rock NBA the other day, and they were just talking about hip-hop artists and urban artists, and they just they just do a way better job of being on social media and presenting themselves and marketing themselves. That's It's like built into their DNA as an artist. And rock music just isn't that. Bands just, they, they don't want to do it. And so the problem is going to be trying to find a band that will. <laughs> and it might take a while. But I, I feel like younger artists really do embrace this stuff. Like you got all these silly people on like YouTube or whatever else. They understand it kind of. They're making their own money doing that. But the music industry just hasn't caught on yet. Both Billie Eilish and Lizzo were like products of social media and the internet. I know you can do it. I'm just obviously worried about what it's going to (laughs) cost like money yeah i'm not like if anything was to come from our 
budget our funding. I know because we just started doing a budget. If anything was to come to that, it'd have to be run through our family first, obviously. So like, but I'm definitely looking into more being funded through the podcast and funded through the label and what the band does. I feel like 99% of it right now could be done without having to pay for almost anything. I mean, is it really just money? I mean, I guess time is a constraint, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I think uh, I get the beginning. I feel like when I finally get to the band, actually, you know, signing them, uh, probably be working with them for a while, just trying to get them set up. That was probably going to be a bit of time commitment, but I mean, you know, I don't spend a lot of time on social media, Mm -hmm. (laughs) any of the things. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you'd do fine. I just, I don't know. Not sure I wrap my head around how it would be sustaining, but yeah. Well, I feel like the podcast is going to walk through that. I feel, and also, um, just doing it because this is kind of brand new. It's a whole brand new way to fund a band. I mean, other podcasts like the Punk Rock MBA and a bunch of other ones are actually starting to talk about it a lot more. I feel like bands are starting to kind of like get it. <laughs> but still for some odd rock, for some odd idea, rock genre, which has been dying forever, uh, just can't get it past their brain that they need to do more. Like they still have this whole mentality of that's for kids. You know, I can't, we can't be doing that garbage, you know feels like selling out yeah you Why? have to sell yourself you know? well you guys they have to know, sell themselves to sell anyway but the whole thing is i like, <laughs> i feel like it's partially like those are lazy because they're like um in their mind they kind of don't want to do things because i don't want to do that like the marketing department of the label will do but that they just don't know how to do marketing like when i was growing up like punk rock stuff like the green day stuff and everything else on their lookout records was like anti-establishment kind of like we don't want to do any of that <laughs> Like that's make, that's making money. This is art, but as soon as they get signed, like the label does everything for them. At least back in the day, when you used to be able to sell CDs for twenty dollars a CD. Mm-hmm. Right now, you're making like less than a penny a play <laughs> on Spotify. But Unless you can get a quick start or quick start. Was that or kickstart? A Kickstarter? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, some bands Jumpstart. did that. That's quick kind of died start. off. People don't do that anymore. There's Patreon, though. Um, Rod and Vince uh, from from RKVC do the Patreon thing uh, to where people just donate. And there's different levels of tiers that, like, you could do. That's part of it mm-hmm. to where, like, okay, if you donate $3, you can just be part of the Patreon where you get news before anybody else. And if you donate 5 you get this. 10 you get this. You know, you can – a bunch of different things like that. I talked to a band last year, though, that were like, oh, that seals, that seems like I'm selling myself. I don't want to do that. It's like – Yes. See, that's what I said. Yes, but it's stupid for them to think that. I know. You have to sell yourself if you want to make money. <laughs> you're selling yourself <laughs> when you make music. Really? You're selling like, yourself how do you expect to, do to live, and... you know? <laughs> how do they expect to live? Or how do they expect to have like more, more artists, more music? It doesn't make any sense. They need to do something differently. They need to get over themselves. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to talk. I, I want to talk it through with you. Just because I kind of want you're okay <laughs> because I don't, I don't want to do it without you being there being interested in it. I don't want to do it against you at all. Um, you know that I want to do this for a long time. 
and you know, I read the four hour work week a couple of years ago and it's basically you got to make, you know, put a date on it and walk it backwards. You know, what do you have to do? And I feel like this is kind of walking it forwards, but <laughs> yeah. like, we're going to do it. You know, I kind of want to, uh, the date-ish, I want to kind of like have a band by like August, by the end, almost September, like have that before we can start then. And walking it through will just be like, you know, if I need to start an LLC and all these other things I need to do, like this the whole podcast is going to be about. It's like all the garbage I'm going to have to go through. So if, you know, someone else is wanting to also start a label, they could maybe listen and say, hey, what this guy went through, I'm going to probably have to go through. I think I would prefer to see it like written down mm-hmm. so I can get an idea of what I don't really understand what it's going to take. Okay. And I feel like it's going to be very time consuming and take a lot of time away from our family Mm -hmm. and money potentially like all the (laughs) unforeseen things that are like concepts now but putting a dollar value to them yeah i I just think okay money is really what i'm worried about and just not being able to visualize any of it yeah okay so we ended up talking just a little bit longer, but it came down to her just worrying about me staying up all night and trying to get all this stuff done, which kind of has been in the past where I'll I'll do some recording or whatever else. And the only time I can kind of get stuff done is if I stay up late and, <laughs> and not sleep, basically, because we have three children and it's uh, it's hard. It's hard to, to do anything when you're also trying to keep three kids alive it's it's hard so thanks for listening to the episode one we'll release a new podcast every week on monday let us know what you think drop a comment apple podcasts and uh podbean and everywhere else that you can